Okay, I have not introed an episode for a few episodes, <laughs> so here I am. We are episode 154 today. That's very exciting, isn't it? That's very exciting. I really flew straight past the 150 episode mark because this last few weeks, I think about eight weeks now, maybe a little less than that, we've been going live every Tuesday on Instagram and I've been recording those so that they can go up on the podcast. So the last few episodes, you'll notice they have been live conversations. They're one take conversations because they're live. So they're not heavily edited or curated like you would a podcast episode. And so today I thought I would do an intro because you might be wondering what's been going on, what's been happening. I first want to say just a little weather talk, because if you live on the east coast of Australia, you've probably been enjoying a lot of sunshine, as have I. And this really makes me happy. Okay, so I wanted to say that first. We have had an amazing winter. The whales have been incredible this winter. I'm fortunate to live on a part of the East Coast where we can see the whales pretty easily from the shore. And this might seem like a really mundane thing. Why is she talking about whales? Can we just get into the business conversation? Well, when you run a business and you work from home, often you need those little pockets of inspiration in your day. And so it's been really wonderful to be able to get out for a walk during the day. I think that's the nice thing about running your own business and having your own schedule is that you can sometimes just drop everything and go, we've got to get outside. And quite honestly, it's been wonderful to see those whales and enjoy this beautiful weather. Normally, I feel like our winters are quite wet here. So that's first things first. It's been been pretty incredible and that makes me happy. I was born in summer, so I love I love warmer weather. <laughs> All right. So what's been going on behind the scenes? Well, if you're new to the True to You podcast and you haven't listened to a lot of episodes, maybe you don't know how I work. Well, this podcast started as something that I did when I had a one-on-one -on -one coaching business. So I coached women one-to-one -one for a few years. And then in 2021, yeah, because it's now 2023, isn't it? I've decided to go into business full-time with my husband and we run a program called Creator Club. It's a business coaching membership that helps business owners grow clear up their messaging so they feel really confident when they talk about their business they streamline their sales process we help them with the core marketing and sales part of their business and it's a lot of fun we have had over 85 businesses go through the program in the last two and a bit years that we have been running this and now we're at the stage where we're going to make some upgrades to the program we're always tweaking little things in the background but this time we're doing an overhaul of the website which is pretty huge and we are changing a few things with the program which is going to be really cool and very exciting so I guess with that I wanted to say if you 
are thinking right now that some support in your business because we do work with you one-to-one through Creator Club. We also coach in a, a group format as well. Every single week there's group calls. There are regular planning calls on a 90-day cycle. So we help you build out your 90-day plan for your business and what your focus is for that quarter. If you've been thinking it would be really great to have some support in my business, then I recommend that you go and check out the Creator Club website and drop your details in. We have a wait list. I'll also pop the link to that in the show notes. So you can go there right now as you're listening to this and pop your details in. And you'll be the first to know when we reopen spots and when the new website launches. It's going to be sometime in the next couple of months just so you know, so you can keep that in the back of your mind. We're at episode 154, which means we flew straight past the 150 episode mark. And as I mentioned before, we've been doing Instagram lives every Tuesday, which is a lot of fun and a really good challenge, might I add. I love to add a little challenge (laughs) to marketing a business now and again. And this has been a really fun experience and I've learned a lot and I hope that you've enjoyed these episodes. I know they're solo episodes and you might be waiting for some guests to come back so we do have some guests lined up in the coming weeks but today's episode we are talking about two beliefs, two belief shifts that you can make that are going to make selling so much easier for you. I know that a lot of us love to deliver our service, but we find the sales side of it sometimes a little uncomfortable. We don't really have a process. It's a bit different every time. Talking about money is a bit awkward and I get it. I totally get it. And a lot of the time we have preconceived ideas about sales, even the word selling. You'll hear me mention a lot of us don't even like that word. We have a lot of narratives in our culture around sales and selling and and there's a lot of different stories that most of us will have of good and bad experiences. But when it comes to our own business, it is something that it's really important to become confident in because it means that you get to work with amazing clients and bring money into your business, which helps you grow and helps you to be able to deliver a really quality service. So without being able to do that sales process with ease, everything else gets a little trickier. Things don't flow, right? It's the one thing that's going to help create some flow in your business, along with your marketing, of course. But today we're focused on these two beliefs and I hope that when you walk away from this and you go into your next conversation with someone around your service, that you take these things and you think about them and they help make that process a whole lot easier for you. Okay, let's dive in. This is episode 154 of the True to You podcast. All right, so... Today's topic is one that came about because of a recent conversation that I was having with someone. We teach a method 
around sales called vision-based selling in Creator Club. It's a really wonderful approach to sales. And often when people are first introduced to vision-based selling and this methodology that we've created, which is essentially a culmination of a few different perspectives on selling. And when people first get introduced to vision-based selling, they're blown away. It's a totally different perspective around selling. Often when we go into conversations around sales and how to improve your sales, it's really high energy, it's very hypey, there's a lot of tactics and overcoming people's objections and things like this. And vision-based selling is none of that. Number one, it's a completely different approach. And so we were having this conversation the other day about sales and about the sales process. And typically what I like to do with a client is sit down and, and talk through how they currently approach sales. And we look at some of the areas where they feel a bit uncomfortable and we work through those parts of the process, give them a little more structure and some strategy around sales. So it's, it's a really cool approach to start to bring in some of this vision-based selling work because selling then becomes a much more collaborative experience between you and the other person, between you and your potential client, even between you and your audience. You can even bring some of these things into your content as well. But I wanna take you back before we dive into these two beliefs, because I think it's really important to give you some context as to why I believe these two beliefs are really important and very transformative for you when you are selling. And even the word selling, right? Sales, selling, we all have these feelings about those words. But what I started to realize when I looked back at my own journey from the first job that I had growing up, I learned to sell expensive things. It's quite ironic when we go to sell our own things, our own products, our own services, it can be really difficult. It can be really challenging. And this is where these two beliefs I'm about to share with you are very transformative. When I was 18, I got a job before I moved to Australia to come here and, and do university. I, I studied architecture here. I got this wonderful job in my home city in New Zealand and I was selling expensive jewelry, diamond rings. I learned all about diamonds. I learned about gold and silver and platinum and the difference between all of these metals and these beautiful precious stones. And it was a wonderful introduction to selling, number one. And then the second part of that was that I also got to learn how to speak about things, share their value and be able to help people find something. When we're talking about diamond rings, it's a really important part of someone's life to go out and make that purchase. So I started to really understand what those conversations look like and that it's not something that's just a transaction. It's a very important thing. Then I 
finished my architecture degree and I started working for a very high-end firm and even working in architecture you're often dealing with large sums of money anyway but I ended up in a firm that built beautiful luxury homes mainly in Sydney so we were dealing with big budgets and conversations around different materials and finishes for me again I learned how to sell expensive things after I left my architecture career, I went to work for Lululemon. At the time, they weren't the cheapest active wear on the block. <laughs> In fact, they were some of the more expensive active wear and they, they still are to this day. It gave me this experience of what it's like to sell something with a significant price tag on it. And this doesn't mean that I'm encouraging you to increase your prices and make your service really expensive and really premium and for a select group of people. No, what this is actually telling you is that these sorts of experiences can give you confidence to understand value. All of this time that I was selling these expensive things, I got really confident, as I said, selling other people's things. Then I went to start selling my own coaching services. This is the first iteration of my business before I then partnered with my husband. All through this time, the way that I had been selling my service was in one-to-one -one conversations. You might call them discovery calls. And you get to a certain point in these conversations where you've got to talk about price or where the subject of the cost of the service might come up. And this might not always be a conversation that you have, but it's certainly a conversation that even if you're not directly having it, it's going on in your mind and it's going on in the mind of your client. And so when I would get to this point in the conversation, for a long time, I really felt uncomfortable about sharing pricing. For some reason, despite the fact that for most part of my life, I had learned how to share the price and be able to speak to things that were more expensive, I got to this point in my own business where I felt really uncomfortable. And I knew that this was something that I wanted to move through. I wanted to get to a point where I wasn't just feeling like I have to share this number and then run away and hope that they heard it because that's how I felt the conversation was going. I was either mumbling it or I was very quiet. I didn't feel confident in that process. And there was a couple of reasons why I didn't feel confident in that. In fact, if we broke this down, there's probably a lot of reasons. We could also talk about how the actual sales process went. That's something that is really important to work on and, and having a structure around that and also what you focus on with the client so that when you get to that point where you're sharing the cost of your service, you're sending through an invoice, Sometimes this is not even a verbal conversation that you're having. Sometimes this is all done through invoices and written word, especially if you're a professional service, that's often how you deliver price. And that moment in itself where you send that off, that can be really uncomfortable. You might even sit on that in the early days for 
hours, days before you even send it off. So the first belief that I had to overcome was this assumption around other people's values, like what they valued and what their financial situation was. So this, this assumption that my clients believed certain things about money and that they had a certain financial situation. And when I was looking at the word assumption and I was Googling about assumption, I found this funny thing online that you might have a little laugh at. And it goes, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. I was like, okay, I haven't heard that one before, but that is hilarious. When you assume you make an ass out of you and me, that's exactly what the word assume spells out. And it's exactly what you're doing when you make assumptions. You're believing things about the other person in front of you that may or may not be true. And may or may not be true relative to what you're trying to help them do through your service. And so the first thing to do is to clear any sort of assumption from your head about what the other person can afford, what the other person values, because what they can afford and what they value is going to be likely different to you. And the next person's going to be different again. But if we go into those conversations with those assumptions, then we're forever going to be thinking, oh, maybe they can't afford it. I don't know if they, they really value this service. You'll steer the conversation in a certain direction or you'll avoid parts of the conversation, especially when it comes to talking about money. So going into the conversation, not assuming anything. Blank slating your mind, as we call it, when we talk about going into a sales conversation, blank slating your mind. If I didn't assume anything about this person, then we're just here to have a conversation about what they want, where they wanna go for, with their life, what their vision is, and is what I have to offer something that could help them? And that may be a yes, and sometimes it may be a no, but don't worry if it's a no. At least you've gone into the conversation not assuming anything and you can really listen to that person, you can really understand that other person and you can help them get where they want to go, whether that's with you or with someone else. The second belief that I want to talk about, this is really important because more often than not, I hear this from people. They say to me, I'm selling my service for this much, but I know that I'm worth more than that. I know that I'm worth more than that. Those are the keywords. I'm worth more. What this belief does is it confuses our personal worth, what we're worth as a human with the value of our service, which we happen to be delivering our service, we've created it, we've made it unique and special and, and different. And so we, we put a price on that. However, our personal worth is not aligned with the value of the service. What we're worth as a human, we can't even put a price on it, right? 
And so if we are attaching our own personal worth and even our self-worth to that price, then what can happen is we'll believe that we are worth so much, which may be a very small amount, or we believe that we are worth more. Instead of looking at the value of the service and what the service value is to the other person, how that is going to potentially change their life, when we separate those two out, it's much easier to go into those sales conversations because we're simply looking at the value of the service in terms of how it can help that person go where they want to go, okay? So if you hear yourself saying, oh, but I'm worth more, oh, but I think I should be selling my service for so much more because I'm worth this much, just be very careful. We wanna be mindful Every time we hear ourselves saying this, we are assuming that our self-worth has a certain value and that is aligned with the value of our service. It's much harder for us to separate ourselves from our work. And this is what can happen so often when we have our own business is our worth is so tied up in delivering that service. We believe that, that we need to have a certain value or certain worth before we charge a certain amount. And I definitely say, as I said at the beginning, do all the work around money. Understand where you're coming from when you're going into selling, when you're going into price increases and things like that in your business. But be very mindful of the belief that your personal value and your your worth, which you're worth way more, way, way more than what your service is worth. You're a, you're a human, you're priceless. We can't even put a price on that. What someone's going to value your service at is how it transforms them, how quickly it does that, how much energy is involved for them, how you can make it easy for them, right? And so what can happen is that if we're correlating that to our personal value, then we forget about the other person. We forget about what it's actually worth to them to have that sort of transformation in their life. And like I said, quality, time, how quickly you can get that for them, how unique your service is. Are you doing it like everyone else on the market or are you doing it completely different and you stand alone, you've got something new to offer then there's going to be a different sort of value on that. Do all the work on yourself. Absolutely. Become more confident in yourself. That is paramount. That's going to help you go into those sales conversations and feel really good about them and be able to clear your mind, be really present with the other person. But at the same time, you don't want to assume that your level of worth is the same as the value of the service. There's a lot of things that you can do when we teach the vision-based selling method that will actually help you to be able to detach from your personal value because what vision-based selling does is it, we're selling them something based on the vision that they have for their life and the vision of where they want to get to, what their goals are, and whether what you have can help them get there, whether you're the best guide to help them get there. 
And so it's done in a way where we don't feel needy, where we don't feel like we're selling, that we're having to really sell it, what we have. We're doing it in a way that we feel really good and we know that, okay, this is a good fit. I know I can help you. And if this is something that that you wanna do, here's what it would look like, right? Okay, so those are your two money beliefs that I want you to work on. Number one, don't assume anyone else's belief around money, any of their values around money or their financial situation. That is going to be very individual and it's going to come down to the person. I think if we go into any conversation with any sort of assumption, then we're already going to have a lot of voices going on in our head. And we're also going to probably imprint our own values onto that conversation as well. That can mean that we don't really believe in the value of our service if we're not really sure on the value of it. Then we'll go into that conversation and we'll undersell. We won't, we won't make the offer. We won't have fun in the conversation. We'll be constantly afraid or we'll constantly believe that, oh, I don't know if this is worth that much. Okay, so that's number one. And number two is to separate your personal worth from the value of your service. So this means that you really need to understand the value of your transformation. This is going to have you go into those sales conversations feeling really confident in the service, but also confident in yourself because you know that whether they say yes or no has no bearing on who you are as a person. These two things are not easy to do, but they're two things that you can practice. And when I went through this with a client the other day, she felt so much lighter. She was like, oh, okay, this is just a conversation. And I can go into the conversation and be really present with the other person and put their vision before my own. And that's really important. Okay, so I've given you a little slice of how we, how we talk about selling inside Creator Club. I've also given you some things that you can work on. I believe that if you can learn to sell, you can get anything in your life. Every time we're wanting to get something in our life, it comes down to a sales conversation, whether that be in our own head or whether it be with your partner, your husband, your wife, there's a sales conversation going on all the time. So do this work and it will not only change your business, but it will change your life. Okay, signing off. Thank you. Have an amazing week and I'll see you real soon.